Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. The Vancouver Boys are the most entertaining sports cast in British Columbia. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. This is episode 62 and the first episode of the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah. I am joined this week with one of my favorite co-hosts, Marcus (laughs) Keller. Thanks for that, man. (laughs) I rank in the top two. You are up there. (laughs) And (laughs) for whatever reason, not Tyler, the unpaid intern joins us this week. Thank you, oh. thank you, live audience. Thank this, you very this much. This guy's messing with the buttons, yep. too. Wait, he pressed the button? I, dude, I, I know I, what one button does. And I, <laughs> I, I, I printed yeah. it in my brain. Yeah, well, don't forget what the other ones do when you hear them. <laughs> yeah. It's very important you don't press those. Yeah. Yes, but I am joined by the intern this week because Tyler, unfortunately, is, is still working on a project out of town that he's very committed to finishing. Yeah. Yeah, so, so he can get back here in studio. Exactly, we don't have to put up with button pusher over here, who <laughs> yes. gives himself applause. <laughs> yeah, on yeah. his first episode. There's one rule when you get to ride in the studio: don't push all the buttons. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, we've got plenty to talk about this week, and uh, hopefully, uh, things won't be too out of the norm. Um, so let's start the episode the way we start all episodes. And intern, what's the weather like where you are? Oh man, oh, that um, made me sad. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna have any crazy weather like Tyler. Um, well, today it was uh, raining, and then it was sunny, and then it was raining, and then it was sunny. I did do that today. Yeah, yeah. Was I was working fun. outside today. It was just like hoodie on, hoodie off, <laughs> yeah. rain jacket on, Could jump in the truck. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a, uh, it was a problem. Yeah, I was inside a warehouse for like ten hours. So you have <laughs> skylights, no don't you? Well, yeah, but they're like the size of like a bathroom skylight. Tiny. Yeah, you can, you can see. Yeah. You get yeah, the idea. Anyway, uh, let's get on with the episode. Marcus, please take it away with this week's fake sponsor. Okay, well, just to remind our listeners, the fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we still think we might be able to get someday. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by the Atlanta Thrashers. Much like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they only had two chances to get it right. The Atlanta Thrashers, a bad franchise with sick jerseys. (laughs) Wait, I thought it was the Atlanta Flames that were the fake sponsor. And then you changed it to the Atlanta Thrashers. Well, it was both. (laughs) The city of Atlanta, Atlanta, I guess, had had two chances. So Atlanta hockey teams. Yeah, Atlanta hockey teams. But they both had sick jerseys. When you look back at them, they are clean. Yeah. Their alternates were kind of odd looking, but I still like them. I like like the the, the T. I like the baby blue off the Atlanta uh, yeah. thrashers. Yeah. I like that it said Atlanta down one sleeve. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, it, that it's cool. kind of stupid, but it looked really cool. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I had a, a guy that went to my high school. He had one of the powder blue jerseys. Oh, really? Yeah, he had one. Oh, that guy oh. fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he still fucks. <laughs> no, yeah. We, good for him. Because at our school, you guys remember Spirit Weeks at high school? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Ours were lame, though. Yeah, our school didn't do we, much. We went Are to you the same, shitting me, really? Yeah, okay, so we should explain, too. We went to the same high school, yeah, me and yeah. the, the unpaid intern here. Right. <laughs> I found him one day just sitting in the stall eating a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Marcus goes, I, th- I was wondering where my ham sandwich was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not, we're not getting into that. No, but, right, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we went yeah. to the same school, and our spirit weeks were horrible. Really, like, man? No one got into it at all. Our spirit weeks were always wicked. Like we, we we had a lot of fun with them because every 
every Friday was always like a like um, each grade had a different color, and you would have like your own team, and then there would be like a rally, and then you go to the gym, and all the different grades would compete against each other. And so, like, you'd be, if you were grade 8, I think you were, like, green and then blue and then yellow and then purple and then red all the way up to grade 12. Right. Yeah, but anyway, so, but the Monday was always the same thing every spirit week. The girls wore pajamas and the guys wore jerseys. That was, oh, that that's, was oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's that was the Monday. Idea. The Monday for spirit week was always that because girls love PJ Day and guys love Jersey Day. Yeah. yeah so they would smart. always do that. That's smart. Yeah, it was wicked. And the the one guy, you're older than me, always wore his powder blue Thrasher's jersey. That's dope. That yeah, it was wicked. Up. Yeah. Yeah, our school, our team colors were, it was like green and yellow, but then nobody would do like any crazy colors. So they ended up doing like black and white. It was just like yeah. everybody would wear that normally. Yeah, they had to try to like almost trick us into thinking yeah. that we were being part of Spirit <laughs> Week like, yeah, by telling us to do things we were already yeah. doing. Yeah, people just show up in sweats. Hey, Spirit Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, yeah, it, it was rough. What jersey did you wear to Jersey Day then? I what wore a different have? one every time. <laughs> it was always a Preds one? Or? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I can't remember what I did like in the first few years. It might have just been like my minor league hockey team jersey oh yeah um and then when i was in grade nine i bought a tyler sagan jersey off a sale rack because it was when he got traded wait for which team the boston bruins oh it was a bruins yeah because he got okay. traded so all of the sagan jerseys were marked down so i bought it because it was a bruins jersey my dad loved the bruins i was like oh cool like i found a, a bruins jersey it's actually hanging in the closet i was gonna studio. say i know we have it but i yeah. never knew the backstory behind yeah that. yeah so that's the backstory so i think i wore that one year and then yeah from grade 10 on it was just all preds jerseys from there damn intern yeah. or uh, alex we'll just start calling him alex now <laughs> I, i'm not doing that all night yeah uh what did you have like a jersey growing up that was like kind of a cool one or like one you you really liked um the coolest one i probably got would be i bought one i went to the finnish and russian game during the 2010 olympics when they were in vancouver so i've got a, a no no name on the back but a vancouver uh canada 2010 uh winter olympics jersey that's oh that's sick. cool so that yeah. was nice that's a good one to have yeah I've also got a Surrey Eagles signed by the whole team. Oh, that's damn. random. Yeah, very random. I think I yeah. got it in a raffle or something. Yeah. That's been hanging in the closet for a while. Well, Tyler has one of those. It's the entire Kelowna Rockets, but they signed a Kelowna minor league hockey jersey. It's really yeah. weird. That's random. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool, though. Yeah. So he's got it hanging in the closet, too, I think. And when did you guys start collecting jerseys? Oh, I mean, I did when I was quite young, but they were only Canucks jerseys. Yeah. It wasn't and because there's so many, yeah, right? So I tried lot. to get all of them and I think I have just about all of them now, mm -hmm. but it wasn't until we got into the podcast that I started like grabbing other ones yeah. and like really getting into get the it. collection going. Yeah, yeah. The collection that we have in the studio, for those of you who are listening that don't know, check out our TikTok. We did a, a bit of a like, not a, a, a all encompassing Jersey collection video, but uh, we we showed off some of our favorites back in December. Yeah, they're but we, good. We're gonna do a part two. Like as soon yeah, as Tyler yeah. gets back, yeah. we're gonna get everyone showing off some jerseys. That yeah. TikTok is at Vancouver Boys Podcast, by the way. Right, not to be confused with at Vancouver Boys underscore, which no, is no, no. that is some, our Twitter, and it's only Tyler's. Yes, yeah, some we don't third party. Yeah, whatever. But if yeah. you want to find us on any of our social medias, except for Tyler, who's at Vancouver Boys underscore on Twitter, you can find us at Vancouver Boys Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. I think that's it. And TikTok. And TikTok. That's right. 
I always forget TikTok for whatever reason. It's like Even the main the one, one we just promote. Yeah, we, we always we always talk about TikTok, and that's like the, the one that we focus on the most. I always forget about it. Anyway, so uh, yeah, let's let's keep the train rolling. Let's get started. We're gonna start this week, unfortunately, not with Canucks news. We're gonna push that back a little bit this week. Instead, we're gonna start with a bit of a recap of Game One from the Stanley Cup Finals. We record once a week, and fortunately, Game One happened on Wednesday, which happens to be the days that we record. So, Game One, what were your guys' opinions on? Uh, well, you know what? Let's start with the uh, with the result. The Colorado Avalanche won in overtime, four three over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, how do you guys feel about about the game in in all? I'm just sad the overtime didn't last longer. Colorado won it like a minute in. I wanted to see more of that game. It was so fast paced. I'm so excited for this whole series, just based yeah. off that first game. So evenly matched. Like this series is going to be one for the books. Yeah, I think for me too, it was the same thing. It was like to see such an evenly matched game between two defensive teams, but they still had their offense going. I mean, the power plays were wicked. Um, it, it just the whole thing was like evenly matched and a good tilt. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a good Stanley Cup final like this since I would say at least 2019. At, I mean, if you want to call it that, when St. Louis and Boston played. Yeah, and um, even that one, like it was good. But it wasn't. It wasn't as quick. There weren't as many like superstars in it. Yeah, I think we talked about that. That St. Louis may have been the first Stanley Cup team in forever to win without a, like a top ten center on their team. Yeah, you know, it, it was. It was almost like it lacked star power. Exactly. Yeah. Like that final wasn't what this one is. Like I would say, Tampa Bay and Colorado are both better than either of Boston or St. Louis were back in 2019. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah, I right? agree. Like, I think you have to go back a long ways to find a team. Like, I'd say at least maybe even 2017 with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, they were a really good team. Who did they play that year? I can't finals? remember. Um, but, like, dude, even... <laughs> the Preds were not where these guys oh, that's that was what the I'm, Preds. That's what, I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the, the Penguins probably were, right? They were a, a good team. But other than that, like, I can't think of another good team that made the finals. That had like a, and even then, that had like a good team to play against. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah, no, this is like two all star loaded teams playing each other. Yeah. You have maybe the best goaltender in the world. A lot of people would say he is, right? You've got yeah, Darcy Kemper's unreal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing in the entire series that I think is going to be a mismatch is the goaltending. But even that, there's so much high octane offense. Colorado managed to get out of it without having an all-star goalie, right? In game one. In game one. Anyway, um, a little bit more on that game. So, I don't know. Did you guys see the whole uh, penalty or uh, controversy around the Kale McCarr? I did. Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay, so what do you guys think about Can that? Can I lead the charge on this one? Oh, I'm sure what you will. What a disgusting dive. By the most overrated defenseman in the <laughs> NHL. Absolutely brutal. Showing everyone why he does not deserve to be in that conversation. It, it, that's a cheap way to play the game, and I hate it. Go go find a pool or a soccer field if you want to do that. That, that doesn't belong <laughs> on the ice. Disgusting. No, that was, Quinn that Hughes was not a good call. Never. No, he wouldn't. But, like, the, the rev, honestly, I would be shocked if he draws another penalty for the entire series. If I was a ref, I wouldn't call it. Oh, yeah, he's I just looking assume back everything he does is a dive. Yeah, yeah. he's going to look back on that and regret it for sure. 100%. I would, I would hope so. Just, we're all on the same page there. That was an idiot move by an idiot player. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of tough calls idiot that game. overrated player. Uh, yeah, do you want to elaborate on that? Well, there was the uh, trip on uh, Sorelli, Anthony Sorelli. Yeah. 
yeah, he uh, he got his stick caught behind one of his own defensemen, and McKinnon just skated into that stick. And personally, I don't think that should be a penalty, but they called it right away. And you could tell how pissed he was just going to the box. He was yeah. not letting it go, which yeah. led to the five on three, and they scored. Yeah, just more favoritism for the Colorado Avalanche, I guess. It, well, and here's the thing. I'll admit that most of the playoffs, like, we haven't really seen way too much of that, right? Like, we, you know, we've seen bad calls. But I can't really say that I've seen a team get super favorited. And I, I still won't even say that about the Avs. But, like, two really bad calls within a really short period of time. Refs don't like to give out two-man advantages in the playoffs. Nonetheless, in the finals... So to make two bad calls in a row that lead to that five on three, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I think needless to say, though, like all in all, the game itself was awesome. And yeah, and it, we are in for such a treat for the rest of these playoffs. Uh, game two goes Saturday. We release these on Friday, so the game will be tomorrow night. If you're hearing this on the day to release, uh, we are looking forward to it. We are actually thinking about live streaming that game. So uh, come watch with us on TikTok if you can. And, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Well, I've got a quick question for you two. Okay. Uh, who do you think wins the series? I'm so on the... Fa- I know I know what he thinks already, but yeah. I, I'm very on the fence now because I was kind of leaning towards Tampa, but after okay. that first game, like, I I really thought that Tampa was just going to light them up. I, I thought they were, were going to light them up. Well, not, not even light them up. I just, I thought Colorado, they were going to struggle to make a save. Right, they weren't going to get those saves that you need in the finals, and man, they they stood up to it. If they can keep, they don't even have to have a Vasilevsky in net. If they can keep competing with him, at least the Avs have a good chance. And I'm nervous to even say that I'm cheering for them because every team I've cheered for has been eliminated immediately. <laughs> but I I am yeah, you know like a sweep. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I just, I really hope that, um, I hope Colorado can get it done. Cause I don't, I don't need to see Tampa win again. You know, I know people want to see the three peat cause it'll be cool. I don't know. They're a small market team. One that I personally think shouldn't really have a team. Uh, I don't need to see them have more success. I'm in the yeah. opposite boat completely. I'm yeah. actively rooting for Tampa to really? go to three peat. Yeah. I think that to do this in a, what the salary cap era, like it's, yeah history like they're gonna go down as one of the best teams ever and i'm scared as i'm actively rooting for tampa because in this game you didn't really see nathan mckinnon do anything and you didn't see kale mccarr do anything and they're cadres in the press box yeah and they still came out with it. yeah so you know kale mccarr and mckinnon are gonna eventually pop out of nowhere and pot a couple goals and it's a matter of time until that happens yeah, I mean, like, I kind of land somewhere in between you guys, but obviously more on the side of Alex here because I'm rooting for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, for your bracket. But, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. I just want to be right. <laughs> you, like, how, how many series do you have wrong so far? Uh, Three. Yeah, three. Yeah, that's that's pretty good when you're in the finals. You've only called yeah. three wrong. Yeah, so I would love to see Tampa win for that reason, but also because, you know, Alex is onto something there, right? Like, it would be really cool to see a team three-peat, especially in the salary cap era. However, I think there's an asterisk there. I think their first two cups were a little bit Mickey Mouse. Like, the first one, COVID Cup, they played the Dallas Stars, eh, you know? 
the second one, they played the Montreal Canadiens, the 24 seed or whatever. Right? And were $18 million exactly, over yeah. the salary cap. Exactly, right. Then that can't be understated. So, like, for me, it's like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see them three-peat for the reason that it would be a three-peat. But at the same time, those first two cups still have huge asterisks above them. This one doesn't as much. So, I want this one to almost validate the first two. To be like, yeah, well, the first two weren't just fluky. They weren't just goofy. They were real. It's inter- and I think that this one might. It's interesting that you word it that way because that's exactly what I was just going to point out is that this, people are going to call it a three-peat. This, to me, would be the first one that really means something. This yeah. is the one that shows that, yeah, they're legit. Yeah. You know, they're cap compliant. It's not a COVID era. And they're playing the best team in the West. If, if you are going to prove yourself ever, this is how you do it. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, but the the one last thing I I gotta say, you guys see that Kucherov move, the, oh, the pass that he God. made, <laughs> that was disgusting, dirty. That was some ball hockey shit. Some ball hockey <laughs> shit. You want to dive into that? Already? No, no, I do not. No, I do not. So Marcus claims, oh my God, that he scored some fantastic goal where he like <laughs> don't baseball. say I claim it. He wasn't there. That's why he's saying oh, I, I was there. He scored an absolute banger of a goal. Yeah, see, yeah, intern was it? He was on the floor when I scored it. You were texting or something in the <laughs> lobby because you showed up late, so you couldn't play. Yeah, but, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Intern, take my side, or you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually crazy. Like you see Marcus sprinting down the floor, and the ball pops out of nowhere, and he bats it out of midair. After, Eyes closed. Yeah, I, pretty much. <laughs> Swinging for the fences. <laughs> for a home run. Sellied so hard after that, too. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> no. I think I saw a little twirl stick into the into the sword pocket on the side. I, I don't I, did I do that? I don't know. Okay. I, I was gonna <laughs> say I wouldn't have done that, but if I did Sally, that's might have been, been the one I would have cool, gone. That would have been a cool Sally. Like, did I do it without thinking? Yeah. yeah. Just well, blacked out. There was that one time where he nearly launched his stick into the fucking bleachers. <laughs> oh yeah. Well that that was not a Sally. That was anger. Yeah. That was I was mad. I missed a wide open shot for a hat trick. I was yeah. oh I was choked. It wound up and nearly yeah. threw it into the fucking stands. That was funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's not my stick. It's not my stick. Yeah. I can't do that. I'm borrowing this. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, your uh, your ball hockey skills and baseball skills have come a yeah. long way. Yeah. The basketball skills still need work, though. Have we even the, talked oh, about man. that? Oh, he's got oh, the Draymond God. Green jump shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, but. yeah the Shaquille O'Neal three-pointer. <laughs> I am not a basketball player. No. Watch him try to shoot a basketball, and you'll be able to figure that out all on okay. your own. No I don't problem. think it was that bad. Oh, my God. Speaking of <laughs> sports farms, have you guys ever seen Charles Barkley hit a golf ball? Yeah. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever You've seen it. You've never this. seen it? Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, you got to look it up. It, it, it's just like, well, like the mechanics. Happens? The mechanics of swinging a golf club, his body just grew to not be yeah. able to do. He <laughs> just doesn't bend like that, and he gets in his head, so he like brings the golf club up to the top of his head and then like just fakes itself out pretty much. Like he's going for a fake slap shot yeah. and then hits it and it just goes directly right. Oh, man. It is the yeah, funniest funny. thing. Yeah. There's like, I think there's like a celebrity golf tournament every summer that he participates in and he always finishes like dead last. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I've seen some people that like golf with like really, really weird swings, but like they can just smash it though. Oh, I'm sure they do. This isn't one of those situations. This isn't what that is. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a big man, but he just cannot figure out how to hit the golf no. ball. I know there was one guy that went viral because he he hit it one-handed, but he'd get like 250-yard yeah. oh, yeah, drive. He'd like almost before. like twirl it above his head, yeah, and then the yeah, way it yeah. would come down, he'd like whip the ball. Yeah. And like, I don't know how accurate that usually is. It was just a video of him doing one yeah, shot. But yeah, it was like a, almost a 300-yard drive with yeah. one hand yeah, on the he club. he smacks that ball. That was nuts. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about, yeah. All right. Well, I think we should probably get back into some some normal Vancouver Boys podcast content. Uh, let's get back into the Canucks news. Okie doke. Well, finally, it's about yeah, time. We've yeah. obviously been waiting for this all all episode. Enough talking about Kale McCarr, right? Yeah, <laughs> enough of that. Uh, yeah, no, we are going to uh, do the Canucks news later for at least the next two episodes because while the finals are on, we want to get the, imp- yeah. the pressing news out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but Canucks while they are not in the finals, do have some big headlines. Uh, starting with uh, the New York Rangers and their uh, UFA situation. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, a pretty... It's, it's still a rumor, but it's very widely believed. Tyler Mott will not be re-signed by the Rangers. He was a rental. They're not expecting to yeah. have him back, which means he's a free agent, which means... We can pick him up. He's going to wow. want too much money, I yeah. feel like. It, but this way, it depends on what the market is, right? Like, yeah, if another team's willing to give him $3 million a year or whatever, sure. But if he realizes the market isn't as big for him as he thought he was, I would love to have him back. But would he love to come back? Oh, I, I think so. I think, think he so? liked it here. He didn't want to go. He just also wanted to get paid. Marcus, you always say this about players. Oh, <laughs> oh no, he, he liked it here. He did. He, he did like it Vancouver. here. Mark Messier liked me. No, paid. he hated it here, and I hated him. So <laughs> You were too. Yeah, and I knew. I knew there was something wrong with that fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> I knew he didn't want to be here. Anyway, Tyler Mott, maybe, Different maybe coming back. I really don't think he'll come back. I could uh, be surprised, but... I think he's going to go to a competitive team. I think he's going to Detroit. What? <laughs> like, for wait, for what reason? I just feel like Detroit picks up weird players like that. Like, they'll give him too much money. <laughs> They're going to pick him up because it's weird. Exactly. Okay. Like, he just seems like... Or New Jersey. Like, he's going to end up on a team that's going to... A bad team that's going to give him too much money. I think he'll go to, like, Colorado with the Kadri no. contract coming off the books. I was going to say, I he wonder... He wouldn't even be on Colorado's radar. I wonder if no that's chance. something he would consider doing, is if it's like an actual cup contender, if he'd do like a very short contract, like one or two years, at a discount to chase a cup. I don't know. I think he's he's in his window. He's looking to chase money. Yeah. That, that's the way yeah. I see it. Like, I think he's just looking for the biggest payday he can find. But I think... I can't remember which one of you guys said it, but I think one of you is right. Whereas it's like... He's gonna be looking for a lot, but he's probably not gonna find very much. Yeah, because he's really not that like impact of a player, right? If you don't watch him, you don't realize how good of a player he is. Which yeah, I, I mean, think he's, he's gonna hurt him. Exactly, he's phenomenally in his defensive zone. He's a great mm-hmm. penalty killer. Yeah. He creates good chances, but like he's not an impact player, right? Like no. when no. Tyler Mott's out on the ice, sometimes you don't even know it, right? Like, yeah. and I just don't think players like that are gonna get big paydays like I think you may be expecting. Yeah, and that's why I think he could come back, though, is if he doesn't get the money he wants, I think he would rather come back to a locker room like the one here. He seemed to get along really well with the guys. Everyone liked him. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe yeah. he'll come back, maybe he won't. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it. 
moving on to our favorite Russian. Vle- I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Dude. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko right. is, is current. Well, he's my second favorite Russian behind. All right. Nadelkovich. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, uh, Andre Kuzmenko. Interesting. Nadelkovich? Uh, yeah, it was, I don't know. Yeah, out of was, all the Russian players. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay. I, I, or no, no, no. I said the wrong one. Who's the Who's the guy with Colorado? Nichushkin? Nichushkin. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Sorry. I that is yeah, Russian, those are very similar names. That is a Russian yeah. board. Po- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is Russian, right? Uh, he, yes. did you, I don't think Nadelkovich is, though. Nadelkovich is is he Russian? Well, I think that most last names end in. Didn't like, you just have some conversation with your dad about Russians? About <laughs> Russian NHL players, not the that uh, we've had some other conversations yeah, about Russians let's, in general. Let's stop talking about Russia. <laughs> okay, Alex Nedeljkovic. He's from fucking Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. So his family's from somewhere in Europe. Okay. What? He's whatever. not. <laughs> okay. Point. Let's bring this back to Andre Kuzmenko. Okay. Top KHL free agent. He's been rumored to be interested in Vancouver for some time now. Uh, he's now met with some NHL teams. Four, right? Uh, he's met. I believe so. He's, he's met with a few. His meeting with Vancouver has actually been pushed until tomorrow because he's been flying around two different cities to meet teams. Oh, wow. It sounds like he's narrowed his options down to two. Like, okay. he, he already knows it's between two teams. Edmonton and the Canucks. Wow. Ooh, okay, so, so that, that tells me one really, really big thing. Okay. That he's not worried about the Canadian tax. Because, no. like, a lot of players would not sign in Canada because of the Canadian taxes. Yeah. You think he knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he just has a yeah, really shitty yeah. agent. Yeah, maybe yeah. he doesn't know. Just nobody tell him. You know, he just looks around to see how much snow is on the ground. This <laughs> <laughs> feels like home. This is similar. <laughs> Edmonton feels like Russia. <laughs> I play hockey here. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, he's just rating which stadiums are best. Yeah. <laughs> we we lose that one pretty quick. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, no, but that as a Canucks fan has got to sound good. You, you're down to a fifty percent chance to land the top KHL free agent. And if Edmonton, if Edmonton plans on re-signing Evander Kane, I would think that the Vancouver Canucks have no competition. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to get that hopeful, but I like to think so. Yeah, I like their odds here. Well, because yeah, there's no. Does Edmonton even have any Russian players? Oh, God. <laughs> Man, we, we got to teach him. You don't ask us questions live. Yeah. That you don't no. know that we know the answer to. Yeah. Yeah, no, we uh, do yeah. that all the time, no. but then it's yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do not have the catalog of Russian players on the Edmonton. I, don't think they do. I would I think, think he, they have one or two. I think he just wants to go there to play with McDavid. So, yeah, if he's... If they well, that, sign Evander yeah. Kane, then... But he, here's the thing, though, is if he wants to go there to play with McDavid, yeah, you could play on his team. Yeah, You're not playing true. on his line. Well, I don't know. I feel like they might put yeah, him they, up they, there. Yeah, they could put him there. But, I mean, what, he plays with Hyman right now, right? Hyman and, uh, is it Pugliarvi? Who's on his line? No, because Pugliarvi not was getting Pugliarvi, scratched. No. I can't remember. Anyway, there might be... Is it not Kane? There. Oh, that's right, it was Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so if Kane leaves, then that leaves yeah, an opening for Kuzmenko. Opening. Right. right. So it's not, it's not a done deal yet, but I still do like their chances. However, the one other thing I do want to bring up is because, you know, Canucks fans, they get a little overly excited and they want to, you know. <laughs> what? No. Some, no some, some out there do that. None, of course, in this studio. <laughs> None of them but. get ahead of themselves and make bets that Demko's going to win the best. Hey, 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 hey. He should have. He should have. But no. So what some people have done, some analytics nerds have gone out and uh, basically compared Kuzmenko to other players in the KHL with similar stat lines that have come to the NHL. Okay. It sounds like in realistic terms, the best case scenario is he's a second liner. Worst case scenario is he's third to fourth. It sounds like on the Canucks, he would probably bounce between the third and second. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. I thought you were going to say the second and another second. <laughs> oh, because, y- yeah, no. I don't know if Alex even knows about that. I made a Well, whole... I've heard about it. Okay. I've heard yeah. about it. I-, I have a roster of four second lines <laughs> that the Canucks could roll. That are all, like, grouped together based on their nationality. Yeah. Not position. <laughs> no. No, a lot of them are, like, three right wingers. That are all... <laughs> they're but all... they're all Swedish. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, like a Canadian line, an American line, a yeah. Swedish line, and a Russian line. What I will point out is that Kuzmenko was part of my Russian line. That so if we can grab Mikheyev in free agency, we have my Russian line. <laughs> you have the pieces to make up the Russian right, line. Right, which they should put together. But hey, thank you for bringing up my Swedish line. I'm, I'm glad you did that because the Canucks went out and signed two Swedes this week. I thought it was three. No, you're, you're probably thinking Nils Amon. He's, we, we covered him last week, and actually, now that I look right. at it, we also covered Linus Carlson last week, who's okay. already in our system. But this one is a little more interesting, I think. It's more off the board. No one saw this coming. Philip Johansson. I believe it's Johansson, not Johansson, but some Swedes. They, I don't know. They, they do weird things with their J's in Europe. Um, <laughs> Jesse Pugliarvi has entered the yeah, chat. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah, find me the two J's yeah. and Jesse Pugliarvi. Yeah. <laughs> or the one that drives me nuts is Yoel Armia. It's Joel. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, this guy I'm going to say with a J. So it's Philip Johansson was the first round pick of the Wild in 2018. Nice. And he was left unsigned by them, making him a free agent. And Rutherford and Alvin said, thank you very much. And they signed him to an ELC. Some have said that he plays a lot like Philip Forsberg and Ryan Johansson. Some would say a mix of both. So that's why they named him Philip Johansson. <laughs> Legally changes his name just before the draft. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, I know nothing of this player. Don't act like I won't act like I do. Yeah, it sounds like, for lack of a better term, he's a bit of what you'd call a bust. But like not a <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. No, no, I'm not done. I'm That's not good. done. That's Sounds good. right up good Vancouver's start. alley. No. He he's a bust in terms of he's not everything you'd want a first round pick to be. It doesn't sound like he's gonna miss the NHL. Like he'll likely crack the league. He's just not gonna be, you know, that big of a deal. He's not gonna have that kind of p- pedigree that comes with the being a first round pick. What was his draft year? Twenty eighteen. So he's what? Uh twenty two? So he's still got some decent years. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He, and how long is the deal they signed him to? It's a two-year ELC. Yeah. Most most people speculate that he will uh, either be with Abbotsford or even stay in Europe next year. It, it sounds like that's the yeah. the deal. But he will be at development camp, though. He will be here with the team. So yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Cool. 
I won't lie. I, get, I always get a little excited when the Canucks draft a, a Swedish player or get a, a no-name Swedish player because I feel like there's always a chance that they're going to yeah. turn into something. Yeah, for sure. It, it's happened before, for sure. Speaking of development camp, I really wish that there was more media accessibility to development camp. Because I feel like oh, there's moved so to Toronto. There's tons of it. Yeah. It's well, like there. breaking news. But like, for, for example, like there's so much that goes on within like the business aspect of a team. You know, there's all these players, these names, these, you know, these pieces that move around yeah. that we hear about, we talk about, but we never actually really get to see them, you know, in a Vancouver Canucks jersey, in a, in a tryout, right? And I just think that like to get that access to them while they're, you know, trying to make the squad I just think it would be so interesting. Yeah. And I just feel like there isn't enough um, fan engagement for that because ultimately I don't think they want fans engaged in that process, but I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I think that's how you scare the shit out of a bunch of 17 year olds. Do you <laughs> stick a hundred cameras in their faces with reporters speaking a language that half of them don't speak? Yeah. Anyway, uh, the Canucks put some fun stuff up on their YouTube channel, usually around that time where, you know, they'll find some random guy like, I don't know, what's a generic European name? What is your favorite movie? And then they'll have some poor kid with acne all over his face sit there and go, uh, stepbrother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, New York <laughs> City. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they just force them to speak English yeah. and they don't know what they're saying. New York City, great city, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that that is such an iconic interview. And that's exactly why they don't do what you're talking about, is they don't want more of that. See, I like, I don't care if some goofball fucking teenager tells me that he can't speak English. I just care. I want to see what he's like on the ice. Yeah. And I want to see as much as I can. You know what? what? One thing I will admit is quite fun is when the Canucks development camp is in Whistler. I've gone to that a few times, and it's really cool. It's like, you know, it's one thing when it's at Rogers Arena, which they do now and then. But man, just having that day trip up to Whistler, kind of, you know, checking out the ranks. They have different groups of players come in. You go to the village for a bit. It's fun. Yeah, I, I'd recommend it to anyone who can get who can string the days off together. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, one more thing I'll mention just before we uh, move on here is that uh, they did an interview with Rutherford uh, just about you know yeah. the whole off season coming up Jim. and yeah, Jim. You know, who, I, I don't even like calling him Jim because I don't like having Jim's in charge of our team. That hasn't worked out for us, yeah. but th this Jim seems to understand what's going on. Anyway, he's basically stated the obvious, but it's still worth noting. Oh, good. He said that no matter what, Brock Besser will be qualified by the Canucks and will not leave in free agency. This was something people were genuinely concerned about just because of the Canucks cap situation. Some people even suggested maybe we would actually sign Miller to a ridiculous contract, but then let Besser go as the kind of cap relief there. Uh, Rutherford has confirmed that will not happen. Besser will be qualified by the team. They will get some sort of deal worked out. It's just a matter of term and money. Yeah. Besser seems like the type that he'll take uh, a hometown, or not a hometown discount, but a discount on his price just to stay with the team. He seems to really enjoy it here. Yeah, Besser's been someone for me who I've almost struggled with bringing up just because he's obviously gone through some stuff this offseason. His dad sadly passed away very recently after a pretty long and harsh battle with Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Uh, it's It's been tough, you know, and some people have even 
suggested that's why he struggled during the season. And I, I hate even talking about that stuff, yeah. right? Because they're, they're not just hockey players. These are human beings. Yeah, they're still you know, you, So I, I hate uh, drawing those two things together. And pe- people have had criticisms about his last season. Uh, I think that a short-term deal is what's best for both parties. He can show you what he's really made of without the distractions. And, you know, at the same time, you're not locking him into some cheap skate, you know, rate that he, he won't make the money he deserves. I think a one or two year deal is perfect. The one thing though, that if I was him or his agent, I would say I need a no, uh, no trade clause because I swear to God, yeah. since the day he was drafted, he has had to worry about, Oh, Brock Besser's in the news. Yeah, the tra- it's like, so if I were him, I'd say it's a no trade. I will take a discount if I get a no trade clause. Yeah. Like that that would that. be his big thing. Right. Because then that way, also, if they want to trade him, they can still come to him and say, hey, you know, we worked out a deal and a, a new scenery might yeah. be good for like you. Like if, if one he day he says, back. you know what, I want to go back to Minnesota. You know, I want to play near right. my family, right? Then here's the thing. Like, if you're willing to get traded in Minnesota, you'll go anywhere. So it's like. <laughs> well, no, I mean, because he's he's from there. That's I know. His family is. <laughs> the only place he wouldn't go is Winnipeg because that's the only thing worse than Minnesota. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? If uh, I think a no trade clause would be. Would be wicked in that situation. Nate Schmidt said the only thing worse than Winnipeg is Vancouver. What a nice thing to say about Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) I hope he breaks his leg. And speaking of breaks, (laughs) I think it's time we go to break. So stick around and uh, we'll catch you on the other side of the break. Just after a word from our fake sponsor. This episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by the Atlanta Thrashers, or Atlanta hockey teams. Much like the Tampa Bay Lightning, they only had two chances to get it right. Atlanta hockey teams, bad franchises with sick jerseys. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name, don't wear it out. Man, we gotta sign this guy to a 6 by 6 Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. And welcome back to the second half of the show. Of the second half, episode 62, that is. Um, we're going to start off the second half with a fun little what segment. A goof. That's right. Welcome to my segment. <laughs> this is the biggest goof of the week. This is the part of the show where I go and I find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever, what have you. I bring it up with the guys and we have a little chat about it. And this week, our story involves the greatest hockey player on the face of the planet. Alex Nedeljkovic? <laughs> That's a goal. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> goalies are players man get his this name through. i hate this is connor mcdavid and he was uh he was caught this week on video uh doing some not so great well presumably about to do some not so great things drugs he wasn't looking too hot <laughs> no he was not uh trying to find solace after losing in the eastern conference or western conference finals <laughs> Um, or finding uh, someone to uh, to put his sor- to sink his sorrows into. Ooh. 
Really trying to find a way to explain <laughs> this. Was, yeah, it's been very was, explained. Yeah. I, think. I don't know how to explain <laughs> this without straight up Put saying. Put it this way. If you don't know what we're talking about yet, you, you sh- you're probably not old enough to know what we're talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's uh, he, there was a video of him walking out of a club with another woman that was not his girlfriend. And Zach Cassian. He was there too. Zach Cassian was there? Of yeah, it he was. Why not? In the video, it's McDavid, Cassian, and like an entourage of women. Yeah. It's so funny. And <laughs> we all know they're there for Cassian. Yeah. <laughs> he was just the ultimate wingman. Yeah. No, they. I mean, I have to point out that in the video, McDavid just looks lost. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. like I'm looking around like he has no idea where he is. Yeah. It almost looked like the girl's just kind of guiding him to a car. She's like, oh, come on, Connor. It's this way. Yeah. <laughs> He's like looking around at buildings and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, when the, he, I think he catches the, the eye line of the camera at one point. Well, because they, they yeah, call his name. Realizes. Oh, right. They call yeah. him. They're like, hey, Connor. <laughs> he kind of turns around like, okay. I'm Connor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there must be another Connor yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's that's pretty rough. Yeah, it was and, not a good look for the guy. No, we we don't know exactly what happened after that, but there are <laughs> rumors that people saw him sleeping on his heated driveway that night. No, so no way. way. I I've heard some things. I haven't seen any pictures, so I'm not going to say it happened. But there are rumors that he was sleeping on his heated driveway in Edmonton. Never felt more like Connor McDavid. I feel like I feel like I've fallen asleep on the ground before. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah. I thought you meant you had a heated drive. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. Oh. That's why we don't pay the intern. He pays <laughs> yeah. us. Yeah. No, we want heated yeah. driveways. This week's real sponsor is the intern. <laughs> <laughs> the intern's heated driveway service. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, but that's uh Yeah, odd look for the face of the NHL. Yeah, I, I was gonna mention that too, that there used to be a joke about Gretzky. It was almost a nickname of his, other than the great one. Uh, people would call him Squeaky Clean. And it was because it was almost part of his contract that he had to be. Because anything he did wrong wasn't just a hockey player doing something wrong. It was the face of hockey. It was like the epitome of hockey making a mistake. So he wasn't allowed to get drunk. He wasn't allowed to get high. Which, I mean, I guess back then no one was technically, but like he yeah. extra wasn't. Yeah. Um, unlike now we can, you know, I'll do Coke and stuff downtown and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not illegal anymore. Um, but still like, and funny enough, now there's a lot of pictures of Gretzky and bars and stuff and he's quite drunk and it's almost like he's trying to like catch up for what he missed. But man, this for McDavid and even for the Edmonton Oilers, I would say this is a tough look. Yeah. You gotta feel bad for the guy as well, though. Like, I mean, I don't feel bad for Connor McDavid. I'm sorry. (laughs) He does not get my sympathy. 25 or something like that. He's 25, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, 25. Like, around that age, you're going out partying and you're gonna go home. You're always not gonna look your best, but he's gonna have cameras on him everywhere he goes. Like, he doesn't get a second by himself. Tough consolation for making 12 and a half million dollars a year. Yeah, (laughs) I think I would happily take that that deal if that were me. Yeah, it's it's tough. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out too, because their relationship. Some hockey players keep their relationships very private. Yeah. Theirs hasn't so much. Like she has like kind of businesses and stuff that she yeah. runs on her own. So if they do end up, you know, suffering consequences from this, it will be known. You know, it, it whatever happened, it's not going to go under the rug. Like people are going to know if something happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, like it's not like they're married though, right? 
Oh, but like they're living together. I, it, from what I know, they've been together for quite a while. Yeah, since like they were in high school, from what I understand. Yeah. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Put put it this way, you're right. They're not married, but I believe Bo Horvat is like one year older, and he has two kids with and is married to his high school sweetheart. So. What's your point? Well, just that you were saying, like, oh, it's not like they're married. Like, it's not that serious. But I'm saying, like, you know. I just meant, like, if she decides to leave him, it's like, okay. She's not going to leave him. They have such a nice view at their house. (laughs) (laughs) But have you seen the view? Because we have a nice view out this way. It's like a van and then a brown dead field across a gray road. (laughs) There's a YouTube video that you guys should check out. It's Connor McDavid giving a house tour. And there's this just crazy house that he lives in. And then, yeah, yeah, he opens up like a blind and he's like, and the view is amazing. And it's fucking Edmonton. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bunch of dead trees. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's also Edmonton in like March. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like January anywhere else. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no, it, but it, it, like, it was you hear what I'm saying though, like, like this could be a case where, like, if he was married and she decided to leave him, it would be pretty rough for him, right? Because she takes half. Yeah, but because they're not the married, way, the way common law works, <sighs> though, man. It's, put it this way: I think we might be focusing on the wrong thing here. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Connor McDavid. <laughs> <laughs> well, e- either way, whether you feel bad for him or not, that that is incredibly goofy. But, that like, it is. way to go on Zach Cassian, though. He really identified best player in the world. Chicks are going to flock to him. <laughs> I will be there to collect the rejects. Yeah. <laughs> Make the yeah. best of a bad situation. Yeah. 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 yeah McDavid, Mc, McDavid fucking... walked out with a 10. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Cass walked out with like six eights. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gets into the car and he's got a wig and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm McDavid's yeah. agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, McDavid's stumbling the, his way down the road with a 10. <laughs> and Cassidy's fucking sprinting with eight girls hung on to him. That's <laughs> yeah, wicked. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, anyway, there you go. The biggest goof of the week. For the first time, Connor McDavid. Yeah. Biggest goof of the week. I, I guess I should have seen that coming eventually, but like, it doesn't sound right. You know, the goof of the week. The best hockey player <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Crazy stuff. Anyway, uh, we got a ton to run through in the second half of the show. Yes, we do. So I think we should start well, getting into the second half content, which is the elimination report. <laughs> That's right. We do have a team to talk about. We the, do. The New York Rangers. They were uh, they were eliminated by the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. After God, that sounds it's like so, long. so long. It's like a 45-second sound <laughs> well, all right, of people but, laughing at the New York Rangers. Exactly. You can laugh with them now because they are in the offseason. Like I said, they lost in six games, uh, including four in a row uh, after being up 2-0 in game three, second period. They deserved it. Yeah, they absolutely collapsed. Uh, And in turn, just for for reference, uh, what we do in this uh, segment of the show is we kind of do a bit of an autopsy on their season, and then we give them a letter grade. Uh, So, Marcus, why don't you uh, give us an idea of what you thought their season uh, looked like? Honestly, I would say they ever so slightly exceeded my expectations. Like, I, I thought they were going to be a pretty good team. Everyone knew Shesterkin was going to be a very good goaltender. Uh, I'll admit, I didn't quite think he would be as good as he ended up being. But the, the whole team, they performed better than I thought they would. 
You know, I thought they might have been a wild card team, maybe a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, we've mentioned before, it was not that long ago that they put out a letter to the fans saying, hey, we're going to blow it up real quick. We'll, yeah. we'll be good again later. It's crazy how quick that's turned around, you know? Yeah. Especially if you're like a, uh, a fan of a team that hasn't been good in a long time. Like, that's got to really hurt. Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't <laughs> know what that's like. Uh, but anyway, yeah, no, they finished second in the Metro. They, they did very, very good. Top 10 team in the league. Yeah. I, I would not have expected that. So yeah, for, for for me, like I even thought that they were going to be worse than than what you expected. I thought that you know because this really was Shesterkin's first real year to to prove himself. Yeah, right. Where he kind of stepped out and said, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm a top goalie." And prove himself, uh, he did. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I I didn't think he would. I thought he would be a good goalie. I didn't think he would be a Vesna caliber goalie. Uh, same thing with like their their defense. Like I really didn't think that. They were going to have the strongest defense in the league. I mean, obviously they have Fox and some other good pieces, uh, but I really didn't think that they were going to be as as you know tough to score against as they were. And then that extends right through into the forwards. I, I just I was surprised by every area of this team and how far they were able to get in the playoffs. You know, almost you know knocking out the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, I, that being said, though, uh, I think that they are not headed in the right direction. I think Kreider is probably, you know, starting... Like, this year was an anomaly, in my opinion, for him. He had a fantastic year. He did. Right? And I, I just don't think that'll continue. I think that this is probably the peak for a bit. But uh, I could be wrong. I, I want to be wrong because I like the team. I think they're young and they're exciting. But, uh, yeah, I, I I don't think that they return to where they are now for a little while. Yeah, I uh, I agree. I think they were I think they were the most surprising team, for sure, this season uh, with... Shesterkin blowing up out of nowhere, Kreider going for 50, mm-hmm. uh, Zabinijad going off, and not to mention they still have their first overall pick who's nowhere near his top potential. Yeah. Like, yeah. he had an, a, a great season, but he's still going to get better and better. So I, I do think it was a little bit of a Cinderella run. I don't think they'll do as good next year, and it really all depends on uh, Shesterkin if he can uh, keep it up. They do have such a bright future, though, like you said. Lafreniere is just going to keep getting better. They also have Kako, who's just going to keep getting better. Eh, there's he, a lot of critics well, of Capo Kako yeah. saying that but, he's a bust. You know, he got, what was it, five points in the playoffs? Like, yeah, is yeah. this his second year in the NHL, or is it his first? Or uh, was I he kind of... third or fourth. No, he hasn't been around that Yeah, long. he was He know. was drafted before Lafreniere. He was the same draft as Matthews. Didn't he go... No, that was no, Lainey. That was Lainey. No, Capo Kako was after Jack Hughes. Yes, yes, that's what it was. It's it's his third or fourth year. Mm. Um, But yeah, no, right? Like he outside, I really don't think he's that good of a player. I think he's a bit of a bust, but I think maybe a little bit better, but I don't think he's going to go to the potential that he was drafted at. But I mean, even besides that, they got like Keandre Miller on defense with Adam Fox, like two young defensemen that are going to be great for a while. Yeah. I just think it's important that whatever they do, like expect, Especially with free agent signings, right? Because like yeah. some of their older players will start to taper off, and they'll have to you know fill in those spots. That's where they're really going to have to look at how to build their team. And you know, I'm even thinking about it. It might be you know a good idea for them to try to move out players like Kreider and uh, who do they have on defense? That's an aging defenseman. Uh, Truba. Maybe Truba's contract's a little rough though. So yeah, like to get, to I feel like to get rid of him, they would have to put things. Yeah. In. But if there's, if it works out like where he gets towards the end of his contract, you know, move those players out for, you know, like, like put together a solid offer, Truba, a first, uh, Kreider, right. And then try to bring in a player 
of uh, well, it's hard to predict what will happen, but something like Eichel, right? A player who's a good player on a on a rough team that just needs a change of scenery, right? And then I think they can get to a point where they're like a serious competitor. They're a, they're a perfect team where everybody was firing on all cylinders, and they I think they hit their cap. I think the yeah. only player that wasn't playing to their full potential was probably Panarin, being the highest played player. He was probably like their fourth best player on yeah. the team. Like he didn't do that much. I, I forgot about Panarin, to yeah. be honest with you. He was yeah. pretty much yeah. invisible. Yeah. I mean, he scored the the game winner in game seven in the first round, and yeah. I think that was the only like big goal that he scored. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say like invisible, but yeah, for a player making what he's oh, making, yeah. you would expect a lot more, yeah. you know? And that's another player that I would consider moving out if I were them, right? Yeah. Oh, for you sure. Can, you can get a pretty penny for Panarin. Oh, yeah. So I think like, you're right. They hit their ceiling. Right. This is I, this is I think their ceiling. I don't think they're ever going to make the final. And then there's other teams like Toronto, Tampa Bay, you know, Florida in their in their conference. Not if they don't make the right moves, though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. If they make smart moves, then they can get there. But this segment is not a forecast. It is an autopsy. Right. So in turn, can you please give us a letter grade on the season that was for the New York Rangers? Just based on your expectations for them for the season and what they actually delivered. I think you got to give them an A. I. They blew past at least my expectations. I feel like a lot of people's expectations. Yeah, I'd be in like the B plus to A yeah. range as well. I, yeah. I think that perfectly suits them. They better than I expected. They didn't go out and win the cup or anything. But I would not have bet on them being in the third round at the beginning of this season. Not even close. Speaking of things that uh, people weren't expecting, it's time for a Schmidt take, and we have the intern. Alex Smith in studio with us so we can do a Schmidt take um, just in person. in person live the first one live and in person oh. Schmidt take all right so for the first live oh thank <laughs> you thank you thank you um, for the first live Schmidt take it's actually not uh, a hot take it's more of a question I was uh, I was scrolling through YouTube and um, where you get all your hockey yeah, and a clip came up from a basketball podcast and uh, okay. they asked you're on the wrong podcast. Well, oh, no, no, I'll just wait. Just <laughs> I'm wait. A, I'm having a hard time following this train of thought. <laughs> yeah, I so went on YouTube and I saw some basketball yeah. videos. I really wanted to talk yeah. to you guys. So, yeah. so they asked a question that can be put towards the NHL. And I thought it was interesting. So what team do you think is the best at developing players? and the least best at developing players least best would be arizona <laughs> okay well wait before before we yeah that's a, there's an easy answer there but uh let's let's hear what you think because maybe that will be the hot take in itself okay, okay. well i think the best it's hard to not say tampa bay i mean if you look at the players that have come out and the players that have gone in i mean you got uh jt miller you got coleman you got yanni gord coleman uh, Blake Coleman. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, I thought he was. He was traded there at the deadline or something like that. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he got better. No, I think he was a deadline acquisition. Oh. Either along way, with, all along the, with Barkley Goodrow. Yeah, all the players. Yeah, he, yeah, that, he was. He was from New Jersey. Like the players that just go there. They yeah, even Cooch was a late round yeah. pick. And yeah, yeah, all their players. Like they've only Stamkos is. I think the only first rounder. I want to say off there. Like Point was a late rounder. Kucherov late rounder. Hedman late rounder. Like they. Hedman was second overall. Was he second overall? He was the second overall yeah. pick. Oh, yeah. It's like right after John Tavares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, the majority of their players, like they've uh they've grown through the system. 
and players that they've traded away. Sure, yeah. And just because they're a high pick doesn't mean that they're a for sure yeah, thing, Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, you still have to develop these picks, and I think that's a good point, right? Like, teams that can develop their own picks is really, really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Not just have to, like, trade or bring them in or sign in free agency, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we see, you know, teams in desirable markets sometimes just, you know, sign free agents. Look at Fox. Look at Panarin, right? That's how they ended up in New York. Yeah, and then for the least or the the worst at developing players? I'm going to go with the New York Islanders. I mean, like, I think Arizona is obvious. Yeah, well, yeah. And so I don't want to take... They're the, so bad at it, they do it illegally. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've gotten actual draft picks taken away from them because yeah. they found out that they were illegally scouting them or, or something to do with the combine or something that they yeah. were... Yeah, there was some weird thing they were doing. Actually, I want to change my mind. The San Jose Sharks. Really? Yes. Like I, I, you know, I can't think of the last guy they really brought up through their system. Hurdle. Hurdle's pretty decent. Well, you'd think he is based on his contract, right? But that's just it, right? Like if Hurdle is the best piece you have to show, right? And then like Couture, but like I, I really can't think of any other players that they developed from like being young and good. Toronto's also kind of shit at developing young players. You yeah, know, I if mean, it weren't for you know Matt, like them having so many high picks. I was going to say the ones year. that developed well are the ones that had to develop yeah. well. Yeah, like, like like Matthews wasn't going to come in and tank because he was developed poorly. Yeah, like Marner, Matthews, Riley, and Nylander were all top ten picks, three of which were top five picks. So it's like yeah. not much development there. But like w- like name a goalie that they've developed in the history <laughs> yeah. of you know. And yeah. if you say Tuka Rask, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, like yeah, great the, job they did with him. Right. He's won a few playoff rounds in Toronto. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has. So I, I don't know. Maybe I'd say one of those three. That, that would be my answer for the worst team in developing. Yeah. I was, I was going to say Edmonton just because of the amount of first overall picks that they've had that have gone away. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. But yeah. that's also like, I mean, what could you do with like Taylor Hall wanting to leave? Like he was still good there, but as soon as he went to New Jersey, he won the, yeah. the heart. Yeah, that wasn't so much of a development thing, though. I think that was more yeah. like uh, he, he needed to change the scenery yeah. thing. Um, same with uh, What's-His-Nuts, who just... Jordan Everly or... No, um, the guy who never made it. Oh, uh, Yakubov. Yakubov. Nail. Yeah, <laughs> Nail. Yeah, famous Russian Nail. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta stop bringing those up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah like, <laughs> he just... Yeah, no, I, I can see where you're coming from, that Edmonton... E- even... Like, Nugent Hopkins was kind of supposed to be better than he is, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, they, he was a first overall pick. Yeah. They, they've had a few. Yeah, and he's on, what, their third line? Yeah. I mean, he's a know? good player, but yeah. he's not a first overall pick I was going to say, in all fairness, he's third, and he's on a he's center mm-hmm. behind, like, some pretty good players, yeah. but still. Is he a free agent this offseason, or did he sign? They re-upped him. Yeah, they did. He okay. yeah, he's, he's on, like, a 6x6, six six, I think. Yeah, he or got some... a fat extension. No, 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 sorry. If he it's was not... on a 6x6. Six six. It is It is very near that. I think Give it's me... a 6x8 or something like that. I think it's an eight-year deal. Right, so Nugent Hopkins signed a $5.1 million average yeah. for eight years. Mm-hmm. Uh, full no-movement clause the whole time. Holy smokes. Wow. But uh, that being said, though, if, yeah. if you're not yeah. having fun in Edmonton. Like. Yeah. And uh, anyway, it uh, goes through 2029, which is weird to even think about. Jeez. But yeah, it, that's a relatively team-friendly deal, though. Yeah, that's not bad. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to like it. I think it's team-friendly. 
But yeah, that's the point. Like for these are all first overalls we're talking about here. Like yeah. you'd expect. I mean, again, McDavid's not going to be a bust. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how poorly you develop him, right? Drysaddle, same thing. But yeah, they they've lost a lot of guys because they just haven't been able to do what they're supposed to do. I mean, they should be in the position that Florida's in. If you think about how many like top five picks that Florida's got, like they've got yeah. Barkov, Huberto, Ekblad, Ekblad. Yeah, you would think that Edmonton having that many first overall picks, like you got to do something with that. And yeah. they've only got McDavid to show for it and the Nuge. Yeah, all like even Vancouver's best players are like way further back than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedersen went at five, I believe. Um, Orvet nine. Yeah, Horvat went ninth. Uh, Pod Colson went tenth. Uh, Besser went like twentieth or something. Like yeah, he was 23rd, quite late, I think. Yeah, no, it, there's a lot of all of our best players were were drafted later. There's another team I thought about that actually does a really good job of developing players, and that's the L.A. Kings. Yeah, like a lot of players either are good that come up through the L.A. Kings, or they go there and kind of like refine mm-hmm. their game. Think about Jeff Carter, uh, Andreas Athanasiu, Andreas Athanasiu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about even Jack Campbell. He was a bust of a goalie. He was drafted in the first round for by the Dallas Stars. Bust. Went to L.A. Worked with their their goalie coaches there. Yeah. Developed a bit. Yeah. And then got traded to uh, to, uh, to Toronto where he was the starter. Right. I uh, other players. Alex Iafalo. Um, Alec Martinez, uh, if you want to stay in Toronto, Jake Muzzin, right? Like these are all players that came up through LA, won their cups. You know, who are they? Where did they get drafted? Tarfoli? I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't tell you. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, who was that? Tarfoli. Tarfoli. <laughs> Tarfoli. Yeah. Uh, right. Like there's just a whole host of them. And we haven't even talked, talked about Drew Doughty or Anze Kopitar. And yeah. Marcus's right. favorite, uh, Tanner Pearson. Yeah, no, no, Tanner no, no. Pearson. Yeah. That's right. Like I'm telling you, I think it's LA. I think yeah, there's a that's, clear that's a answer. LA good, Kings. Yeah. That's a good one. Actually. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought of I that, but that's good. That and even think about how fast they've returned to being a good team. Yeah. Right? I I don't know. I, don't I think, think they could slip next. Yeah, year. I don't. Think I, I think they will year. too because I think their goaltending yeah. situation. But you're right; they have a bright future. Yeah, though, no, for they've, sure. they've got right? a couple good pieces you in know, the system. Byfield develops, right? Oh my, yeah, I forgot about Byfield. Right? Like, there's a they they have a good organization down there, mm. and it is, and you know, it, it's no secret that that's probably why they won those two cups because they they didn't have those all star names on their team when they won, right? So yeah. Anyway, uh, great uh, Schmidt take. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Schmidt really. question. Yeah, Schmidt question. <laughs> it worked. But uh, yeah, let's keep the train rolling and let's uh, do a train dive. A train <laughs> dive. Into the inbox. Like just, just the tracks end? Yeah, it's like, a free fall into the inbox? No, it's you uh, you, tra- you train a bunch of people together and they all run off together. So and this is synchronized diving. <laughs> it's not synchronized. It's a... It's like one mess. after the other. They all land on each other. Yep, it's they're, a whole, all, oh. they're all attached to each other. So like know, human go, centipede yeah. type. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Human centipede. They'll crawl up. <laughs> <the end. laughs> all right. Well, oh, fantastic. We've. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> happened now. The that's the last one of the human centipede hit the water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that was the time between the first and the last. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> yeah. No fucking way. Wait, don't tell me. I'm gonna find out for myself.
This question is so weirdly on the nose. Okay. Uh, we have two questions we're going to go over this week in our inbox. Uh, the first one being, will there be any special guests on the show in the future? Oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, that's kind uh, of crazy. That's weird. Because that's a question we've never gotten before. No, yeah. We've never really talked about yeah. that. But yes, for you know what? I can't think of any in the future. But uh, this episode, yeah. we uh, have... There you go. Br uh, Brady Scott sends in that question. And uh, yeah, there you go. Our intern joined I us this here. week. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've never had a guest <laughs> on the show for the whole show. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, not... Also, fun fact. You know who I ran into today? Like, bumped into? Darcy Rhoda? No. <laughs> Give it to him with Ryan Leper. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Was, was he just, the first guest we ever, or he was he very was, close to He the was one of, I think he might have been the first person we had call into the show. He was definitely the first yeah. New Jersey Devils fan yeah. we had on the, the show. The, it should be important we point that out to the listeners. Yes, he's our, our resident New Jersey Devils um, fan, correspondent. I just realized we should him. have him come on to talk about all the JT Miller stuff because there's been tons of rumors between New Jersey and Vancouver with really? Miller. Okay, well, let's yeah. dive into some of that. Yeah, we'll uh, see if what, it, what's been going on there. Oh, they've just uh, a lot of rumors about the second overall pick that they have. They're okay. rumored that's in play. I think the Canucks should ask for Luke Hughes. Yeah, I, I think that would be the smartest move for the Canucks just because, you know, whoever has two Hugheses has the best chance at ending up with three Hugheses. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Exactly. So yeah. anyway, I, I think that's unlikely. But the second overall pick, that could be in play. And I feel like Tyler would, if he were here, he would heavily vote for that second overall pick. Why do you think so? Because he wants, is it Slav Slavovsky? Slavovsky? Oh, you're right. I, I don't know how to pronounce it. Slav no, I think, I think isn't Simon Nemec? I would take Slavovsky over Nemec. Yeah? Like. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know Tyler him, would. Yeah, yeah, watching him in the World Juniors, like yeah. just a big winger that can shoot and hit. Yeah. Seems like an ideal fit for the Canucks. Yeah. To me, it's kind of crazy that people are still looking at right over him. Yeah, I I really don't think Wright's as good as people are saying that he's going to be. And I feel like recently I've seen like uh, articles coming out that other people are saying that too, that yeah. he's not as good as uh, he was at the start of the season. I exactly. could see Wright falling to third. I could see it happening. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, the draft is in less than a month, so we will find out we will. very soon. Yeah. But the other one is that, I forget his name, but there's another Slovakian player that's supposed to go like fourth or fifth round that if Vancouver gets, there is no doubt in my mind, there will be a jersey of that player in this studio. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Damn, I, I, I forget I, his name too. Yeah, but yeah, Tyler is just in love with this guy. Yeah. And he's, again, supposed to be like a fifth rounder. Yeah. But he he's like an impact player he scored like <laughs> he scored a bunch of goals at the World Juniors in the two games they played. Huh. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's... We'll see more. Yeah, we'll have that coverage too in the summer in August yeah, when fun. they play those. Oh, after the draft, though. Yeah, that's true. That's kind of weird, right? Like, it'll be after the draft. So you yeah. get to see the players yeah. that were drafted yeah, like, immediately. Right after. Which is kind of cool when you yeah, think I about like that. it. Yeah. So. yeah, they get drafted and you're like, who the hell is this guy? It's like, well, there's a we'll whole tournament out. where yeah. he's the star. So, yeah. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, but anyway, back to the, the question. Yes, we'll have some special yes. guests in the future. And of course, on this episode. And if you would like to join the show uh, in the off season, sometimes we do little interviews with fans, uh, you know, getting their takes because we started this podcast uh, largely to try to create a platform for uh, people to share their opinions on sports and hockey yeah. um, because we found that there really isn't much of a platform out there for people to just kind of like, you know, 
talk about what they think about that isn't Toronto based. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to open that up to people in the summer, as long as they don't want to come on and talk about the Leafs. Uh, no, I'm kidding. If you want to talk about the Leafs, we can, no, we, we can consider no, it. No, call another podcast. Second question in the inbox. What dark horse trade or free agent move do you want to see happen this offseason? I think the dark horse free agent this summer is going to be Andre Palat. Really, he oh, has been he has been such a steady, consistent, uh, dependable player for the Tampa Bay Lightning that if he goes to free agency, man, like I think he could be a great piece. You know, obviously at the right dollar amount, but like I, I just think that a team that picks him up is going to have a real opportunity to, uh, you know, to to continue to contend with him because I think, like I said, he's just like a a playoff performer. He just steps it up in the playoffs. Yeah, I think uh, I think he'll be a really good fit for. He has to go to a team that's competing. Yeah, I feel like he's he's a big time player, and uh, he needs the uh, ice time where it counts. Um, my my pick for dark horse uh, free agent is going to be Canucks legend Louis Erickson. <laughs> he's a free right. Agent. The six by six <laughs> is over. Yeah, that's weird to think about. Hey, look at that! Six million off the books. For Arizona, while we've acquired seven million on the books for the next yeah. four years, yeah. So go us. At least this season they did a lot with that extra. Well, that's not going to do it. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that. No, my. Well, you know what? Speaking, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. my my real one I think is going to be a guy that we brought up earlier, uh, Andreas Athanasiu. Okay, I think he's a low key player that is really doing well right now and does not get talked about enough yeah and i think if he got to play with a little bit of better players i think that he could pop off have yeah, like maybe. an evander kane type season i don't think his ceiling's quite that high but who knows right it could happen just like trying to think of a, a place where i think he would fit i could see him coming to vancouver playing on a line with horvat or something like that yeah well they did say vancouver's gonna have a very active off season but yeah, i don't know if andreas is the direction they're gonna go in I think they have to land a big name this offseason. If they lose Miller, like going yeah. for like a Philip Forsberg or something like that. Fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Here's here's the thing about Forsberg, though. Is Again, we talked about it before. Some people have said, well, if you're going to get Forsberg, you might as well just keep Miller. But what those people don't get is that if you take Forsberg, yes, they're going to make similar money and they're going to be similar type contracts. But then you also have all the returns that you got for Miller because Miller is tradable, right? Whereas we're not trading anything for Forsberg. We'd just be acquiring him. So it's not the worst move, but you know what the best move they could make is would be signing Max Domi. <laughs> who Jake is allergic to. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as I said his name, he went into a sneezing no, fit. No, not Max Domi. <laughs> Sorry, That's... Uh, Max Domi is Jake's kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, no, I know I've talked about Domi at nausea on this podcast, but just everyone at home, think about it. You know it's a good idea. Send emails to the Canucks organization. I'm sure they'll throw them up the chain. Alvin will see them. Uh, that, that should be your number one target is Max Domi. Everything else is secondary. Get this guy in a line with Horvat. Do it now. I was going to say Jeremy Lauzon, but he just got signed. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. By yeah. who? The Nashville Predators. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but he was a restricted free agent, so they would have to offer oh. him. But, you no, know, I think that, uh, and honestly, like, they sent him to a pretty decent contract. So I think that uh, he can kind of go out there and kind of show the team what he's worth and see if he can pivot that into a bigger contract. Where do you guys think Giroux is going to end up? Oh, thanks for asking. It's a four-year, two million. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four years. Four years, uh, two million per year. Wow. I've yeah, not bad. That's pretty good. You don't know who Jeremy Lauzon is? No. Really? Sorry. Not going to lie. <laughs> I, I have not heard his name much before, like, yesterday. Oh, okay. Uh, well, he was drafted by the Boston Bruins, played there for a couple years. Uh, he's 25. So, okay. You know, he sounds very relevant. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like prime your career, right? Start of your prime. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a French Canadian and uh, he's just like a solid defenseman. Should have um, been a goalie. He would have been like automatically top 10 ever. <laughs> Every or, French Canadian. Or nobody's goalie. ever heard of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or he plays in the Latvian league. Yeah. But anyway, I think he's a solid defenseman and I'm happy that they were able to sign him for four years, two million average. That's wicked. Where do you guys think Giroux's going to end up? Uh, that's tough. You uh, think he's you going th to a contender? Like, he's, he's not going anywhere but to a contender. You think he takes a pay cut to go to Colorado and take over Kadri's spot? At this point in his career, he should. Yeah. Because if he wants a cup, that's. I don't get how people don't get this. That's what it takes. Mm. You need to take a pay cut to go to a contender, or they're going to trade away other pieces that make them a contender to fit you. Yeah, I don't yeah. get why that's so hard for some people to grasp. But you don't want to be like Joe Thornton, where you're just like taking league mins, or no, like but th Jerome McGinley at the end of his career. That's different because Joe Thornton's in his fucking fifties, yeah. right? <laughs> Giroux is still a very, very good player who can help a team. You like, know, if he took like yes. a four million, like two year deal, I think that's perfect. Yeah. And I think that's realistic for him to take. Wait, you mean like four million AAV or like four million dollars like over like two an eight years? million dollar contract? Okay, two years. Yeah, I I think he should do that. I mean, again, you're not walking away broke or anything. You know, no, you're not yeah. going hungry with four million dollars. Yeah. Like, sure, you could get a little more, but yeah. that that's where it comes down to the individual. What means more to you, the paycheck, or if your name goes on the cup? Yeah. Right. And that's up to the player. I think he does what every free agent does. Go to Vegas. <laughs> Just go to Vegas. Just go to Vegas. You want to talk about a team that doesn't fucking develop anyone? <laughs> yeah. They'll never have to. Yeah, no. Just a revolving door of free agents. Exactly. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, Another interesting one. Where do you guys think Goudreau goes? Oh, he's staying Wait, in Calgary. Barkley Goudreau only signed a one-year deal? No, no, no. Johnny Goudreau. Oh, Johnny Goodrow. Yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. there is no chance the Flames let him. I don't think he. I don't think he's staying. No? I've seen no, based off of his press conferences and all that, it doesn't seem like he wants to stay. I've seen mock examples of a contract for him. If if he signs, like I've seen people saying he's going to sign up for ten million dollars a year. Whoa, that's a bit rich, right? I'd be like, in the. 8.5 to 9 range, I think, would be... But for how long? Yeah, I guess. I think he could get 10 million easily. Like, he... I think... But he shouldn't, though. He's... I think... What? He was he's probably top he, 10 He's very points. good. He's very, very good. 
But 10 mil puts you up with the elites in I th- the league. I think he's up there. I think he led the league in uh, five-on-five uh, points this season. Yeah, and I like, think you might be right, In the past, like, couple seasons, he's but also, proved but, that but, he's But also, good. how old is he, right? He's 28, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not going to be at that level forever, right? Yeah. But that's exactly why he'll want to cash yeah, in on exactly. it. But, man, a GM that signs him to term at 10... That yeah. that's a GM who's just waiting for cap problems. Yeah, that's the tough part is figuring out if they want to win a cup or if they want to get paid. Yeah, you never know. Fortunately, we'll be able to find out pretty soon. It's only three. the The free agency is only three weeks away, which is kind of perfect. We'll have one more podcast for sure during the finals. Yep. And that, well, unless someone wins all four games, then it's <laughs> if, if Colorado sweeps them, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, then it would be a recap episode. Yeah. But then the next one would be a recap for sure and a free agency preview. Yeah. And and also the week, well, we'll have the draft coming up. And yeah, there's just a ton of stuff yeah. that we'll get to cover. Busy summer, actually. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Excited. Yeah. Plenty of uh, plenty of time to cover, well, as much as we want. Time? Wait. Did you say time? I, I did, but how, how could it possibly be time for, for Tyler's, Tyler's surprise, surprise headline? headline? It's Tyler's surprise headline! I don't get it. Do you know something I don't? How no, could it I be don't. time? Florida man. Wait, so hang on. So you're doing headline. No. Uh, so he sent me uh, his headline for this week. Oh, so I'm I'm going to read nice. it off. I know. It's okay. just like Florida man. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I could never read off a, a Florida man. Uh, that's you know fair. what I mean? Leave, like leave that for him. Exactly. That's his that, thing. That's his thing. I'm not going to steal his thing. Yeah. Uh, but no, this week's Tyler surprise headline is "Elephant kills woman." Oh no! And and then comes back to stomp on her at her funeral. <laughs> no way! <laughs> yeah, uh, according to the Daily what Mail. What in the Bangladesh is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, Maya Murmu was out collecting water in Rapel Village, Eastern India. Ah, when, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. when the escaped elephant came out of nowhere and trampled her Thursday morning. Why How am does I laughing? an elephant this come out of nowhere? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what did it escape what? from? Good what point. was it being How held in? see an elephant yeah. running at you? Yeah, it jumped out of the bushes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's like being on a railroad track yeah. and saying this train yeah, came out of yeah. nowhere. Like, yeah. you didn't hear the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, she uh, she later died in hospital of injuries. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Rip Maya in r- holy cow! That's a mouthful. In Razgovindpur, the elephant returned as the seventy-year-old's body. Oh, she was seventy. Oh, maybe that's why she didn't hear. Yeah, she yeah she's deaf. <laughs> uh, the seventy-year-old's body lay on top of her funeral pyre. Uh, it took her body down, trampled her again, threw her around, Jesus. and went off into the night. This is an aggressive elephant. Why most, was it at her funeral? The most petty <laughs> like, elephant thought, ever. How, how many people's funerals do you invite the murderer? <laughs> that just, that just... Uh, it is now known if anyone else was harmed, uh, but the family did go ahead with the ceremony after the elephant left. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you know what? You get two chances. <laughs> you can hang out with her in the field. You killed her. All right, you can come to the funeral. You stomped on her. All right, that's it. You don't get a third <laughs> chance. You're gone. 
<laughs> oh man, that is that is a brutal elephant. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. she must have had like a scent or something that it didn't like. Because that's <laughs> yeah, no th- th- that's targeted. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the uh, yeah they they put out a thing to the to the public. Oh yeah, no need to worry. This was a targeted attack. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. It just wanted her. Yeah, you're all safe. Exactly. <laughs> He's like those those penguins from Madagascar. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, it's a whole take plan. Out the yeah. <laughs> He's got the yeah, wheels was, turning in his head. Yeah. He's just like, oh, I gotta take this bitch out. <laughs> yeah, it was premeditated murder. <laughs> He'd been watching his her whole for days, life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stalking like, her. Uh, so he gets into the elephant game. Better getting all that water like she owns the place. Yeah. <laughs> Teach her a lesson. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Look at her laying up there, all stupid. Yeah. <laughs> God, she's so dramatic. Yeah. I'll show you dramatic. Yeah. Toss her, toss her down the hall. Oh man! Uh, I hope her family never listens to this. Yes. Sorry, Maya. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yes. Rip. Yep. Uh, also, uh, while we're on the, the topic, rest in peace to the career of Carter Hutton. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. So, do you know that Jake yeah. hates this guy? I think I've heard of that Woo. before. Yeah. Carter Hutton has finally, finally, oh, God, he should have retired years ago. He's <laughs> conceded called it. and called it a career. I got to say, though, what has been kind of funny is he went from being someone who I, I really knew little about to then you kind of explaining his backstory to me. Yeah. So many of the headlines from him retiring and like other like fan accounts posting about him yeah. were like, man, this guy would make a save of the year then dip every year. <laughs> yeah. And that's because if you watched him for more than 30 seconds, he was a shitty goalie. <laughs> but he made some pretty crazy saves. He ended yeah. up on like the top three save lists three times. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and he was a terrible goalie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he was he the only time he was ever a starter was in Buffalo. So, yeah. that's all you need <laughs> to <not>. know. <laughs> and he lost his starting job and then ended up in fucking Arizona's farm team. So, yeah. Anyway, it's the been fun. Runners. Yeah, it's been fun watching the downfall of Carter Hutton, but I'm sad to say it is now over. So. Yeah. Uh much like other things that are over, so is this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 62. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Uh, you can find us on TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, and what am I missing this time? Fuck, I don't know. You can find us TikTok, on social Twitch, media. Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. We're at Vancouver Boys Podcast. Yeah. And then you TikTok, can find or t- on Twitter. And then you can find Tyler on Twitter. Yes. At Vancouver Boys underscore. And if you want to know why we separate them, well, you'll have to listen to old episodes and we'll explain there. Or just um, check the Twitter. Yeah, or you'll <laughs> it be becomes able apparently find, obvious. Yeah, you'll be able to figure it out for yourself. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with we, uh, more on the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. That's right. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for joining me. Uh, I am Jake. That's Marcus and the intern this week. I am the intern. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Bye. And come watch us on Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect.
Perfect. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you know how it usually goes? Oh, he says peace, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of perfect, though, that, like, you, yeah. <laughs> your, your thing is, if you're ever on again, it's bye. Yeah, I realized after, so I was like, oh. Right. No, yeah, that, you're now you are now stuck <laughs> to saying that every yeah, time. That's kind. Of, that's really what it happened. Like on our first episode, we did something like that. And we're like, all right, well, we're saddled with those sign offs <laughs> forever. Well, that's not true. No, I changed mine after like episode four. Uh, episode two. You did the first two. With I thought it was longer else. than that. No. Nope. Okay. The yeah. first two. Do you remember what it was? Yeah. I after the first episode, I said I gotta take a piss. <laughs> and they wanted that to be my sign off <laughs> every time. Yeah, and after after like episode. Whatever. Was I, guess you said two. It was two. Yeah. I was like, all right, guys, I I really don't want to say that every <laughs> all right, time. Guys, I lied. I'm I don't yeah. have to take a piss. Yeah, people are gonna think I have like bladder issues <laughs> or something. Like, I gotta find something else. Yeah. So they they graciously agreed to let me yeah. change it. But I think you're gonna be stuck with bye. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bye.